This is the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast. Welcome, foodpreneurs, to episode number 17. Making revenue, especially recurring revenue, whilst you're sleeping would be pretty ace, wouldn't it? Imagine not having to set up your market store or pitching to a wholesale buyer week in, week out. You'd save a lot of time. Or could you imagine the dollars cha-cha-ching over and over again and you've changed nothing with your online store? Well, that's what's possible with a slick DTC digital strategy. In this episode, I'm giving you the three elements of setting up a super effective subscription service. This episode is brought to you by Foodpreneurs Formula, my business acceleration program for packaged food and drink brand owners ready to scale, and my pricing for distribution workshop I'm hosting with the chief of Cartel & Co., a boutique food and beverage brand partnership and distribution company. The workshop will be live on 16 June, Australian Eastern Standard Time. You'll learn how to price correctly to allow for retailer and distributor margins models for working with the distributor, and how to land more wholesale accounts, find the link in the show notes to register. Hi, I'm Chelsea Ford, award-winning food and drink business expert, head coach of the acclaimed program for women, Foodpreneurs Formula, and your host for this, the Foodpreneur Podcast. If you're a packaged food and drink business owner, tune in with me each week because I'm going to help you land more accounts, get in more consumer baskets, and help you put more money in your pocket for every product you sell. In each episode, I'm going to tap into my 30 years of experience leading sales, marketing, and finance teams for big and small food and drink brands to give you coaching tips that will help you take your packaged food or drink business to new heights. I know what works and I know what doesn't. So I'm going to share with you industry tools and insider knowledge that are next to impossible for small businesses to access. And from time to time, I'll dive into my little black book to bring you interviews with hard-to-reach specialists who will help solve those pesky industry-specific problems like distribution that I know you've been losing way too much sleep over. So roll up your sleeves, foodpreneurs, because you're about to enter a no-fluff zone. I'm bringing my A-game so you can reach yours. No matter where you are, whether it's in your kitchen, coordinating your deliveries, or on your way to a buyer meeting, listen up, because we're about to set the path for you to secure your next best stockist, increase your sales, and put more money in your pocket. This is the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast. Okay, so you want more money while you sleep. You want or need money to reinvest in your business for marketing, such as paying for sampling, new branding, or improved packaging. You also need money to pay yourself a great wage. So why don't foodpreneurs think more about how to make money with a good ROI? Food and beverage ingredients cost a lot, and with the current supply chain challenges, those costs are continuing to rise. And I don't see that abating anytime soon. What you need is a sales channel strategy. If you don't, you'll stand for nothing and fall for everything. And what that results in is a lot of wasted resources. It also means, strategically, you're shortening the life cycle of your brand. 
And why build a brand if it doesn't grow? So how should you do it differently? Better even. How could you guarantee your revenue? Let's talk about e-commerce, specifically setting up a subscription service so you have more predictable revenue. Repeat customers are 50% more likely to make another purchase than new customers, and they spend 33% more on average. So subscriptions allow you to foster ongoing relationships with your customers that keep them coming back. In fact, the majority of consumers, about 60%, have had the same subscription for over a year. They're also a great way to increase average order value. Implementing a subscription lends itself to increased cross-sell and upsell opportunities. When your revenue can be predicted, that is when you can start to buy ingredients and packaging in bulk because you know they will sell through and invest in services such as education support because you know the same amount of money will roll in next month and the month after and you'll be able to pay all your expenses and take on more of the right ones without worrying you're overcommitting. So here's three steps I'll cover in this episode. Number one, developing your subscription offer. Number two, driving traffic to your shop. And number three, what tech you need. Before we begin, there's three elements of developing your strategy that I want you to plan for. Start with personalizing your customer experience because 80% of consumers are more likely to make a purchase from a brand that provides personalized experiences. Secondly, have an e-commerce strategy. Don't just throw up a website and expect people to find you. If you've primarily been selling wholesale before this, learn that DTC e-commerce is its own animal. Break down your customer strategy, including mapping their journey from awareness through to purchase. And thirdly, design your page flows mindfully. Know where your customers' eyes go. Think about where you want them to click next. Know, based on that answer, where you should display your products. In other words, ask yourself, how are you capturing your user's attention and keeping it from the first click to the final conversion? Let me tell you about Ashley Rouse, founder of Trade Street Jam Company. I spoke to Ashley back in 2020 about how she was on track to do more than 270000 in revenue that year, making low-sugar, flavour-driven vegan jams. I'll hook up the link to that interview in the show notes. One year before that, Ashley did 70000 in revenue. Now, two years later, Trade Street Jam is tracking to the million-dollar mark. That's a big jump. Subscriptions were a great way Ashley began to make her big jump. They weren't the only way, but they got her started. Trade Street Jam are known for their unusual flavor combinations. And what Ashley did was something pretty unusual for a food business. And that was pre-sell to her email list. In online entrepreneurial land, we do that all the time. We pre-sell before anything exists so we can test the market and determine our MVP but that's rare for an FMCG brand. 
What Ashley does is create a flavor combination and sells it to those on her subscription list who've chosen the surprise me option. Ashley went to culinary school and likes mixing it up with unusual flavor combinations. Think strawberry, chipotle and fig or smoked yellow peach. Ashley's subscription service customers are always in for a great treat. What Ashley gets in return is a heap of money in her bank account to build her stock for her wholesale customers, insights into what the market is liking or not liking, and relationships with her community of superfans that continue to drive demand for her products. What I want you to think about are the following three product basics required to develop a successful subscription offer. One, how easy is it to source ingredients for your offer? Two, can you stockpile your subscription product if necessary? In other words, what's the shelf life to be able to buy ingredients in bulk and have product ready to go when required? And thirdly, is the diversity in your product offer so you can switch up the offer and ensure it's always kept fresh without requiring you to set new systems every time? I'm thinking of how relatively easy jam and condiment products are for this process to occur succinctly. Okay, so the second step in setting up a successful subscription offer is how to drive traffic to your shop. Foodpreneurs obsess about getting on the retail shelf and then wonder how to get off the shelf once they're there. Getting on the shelf is the end of the beginning phase. I want you to flip your thinking. For your e-commerce strategy, start by thinking about getting traffic to your store and then ensure they make a purchase rather than what I know to be true. Falling in love with the idea of DTC via e-commerce, rejoice because you avoid wholesale and think because you have a lovely website and a decent Instagram feed that people will automatically go to your site and buy. If only it was that simple. That said, whilst it may not be super simple to execute, it is easy to make the mental shift. Your focus needs to now be answering this question. How will I attract consumers and then retarget them to get them into my online shop and ensure they convert? By the way, I answer the question of how to get off the retail shelf in episode 11, pickability, promotions that get your product in more baskets. It's been a very popular episode because I give you three promotional strategies to help you drive consumer purchase and tell you how others have implemented them so you learn from their experiences. They're promotional strategies you can implement quickly and ones you've not thought of before. So attracting customers to your e-commerce shop is a marketing opportunity. What I like foodpreneurs to do is map your customer journey so you know where they're finding out about you. Then the steps they'll take to get onto your platform and then how to get them to buy once they're there. When you know this journey, you can do more of the things that will convert. Here are three ways to get your customers to convert once they're in your DTC, e-commerce shop. Number one, offer a trial and encourage sampling. Number two, 
offer limited time offers, LTOs, and productize them. And finally, number three, provide social proof. Margins, promotions, sales support, engaging a distributor to help you sell more product and putting more money in your pocket accelerates when you start understanding these three fundamental aspects of doing business successfully with a distributor as your sales partner. Getting your product into more consumers' hands isn't as easy as clicking your fingers, but it is easy when you understand a distributor's business model and how they make money for you, the brand owner, and themselves. You can use Hope as your sales strategy or pray a distributor will take you on only then to be disappointed because they didn't live up to your expectations of exponentially delivering incredible sales results for you. But they didn't because you weren't prepared to work with them in the way that will get the most from them for you and you for them. Stop having your founders beggars bowl out or putting a distributor on a pedestal. Join the chief of Cartel & Co, Hasan Bajani, founder of Boutique Food and Beverage Brand Partnership and Distribution Company, and me on our distribution pricing workshop and finally learn how to price correctly for distribution and take your food and drink business next level by following our tried and tested formulas that will help you know what margins you should have and how to create a bigger impact when you know how to successfully work with a distributor. Find the link to the distribution pricing workshop in the show notes or go to femalesinfood.com and save your place. Okay, so before the break, I said there's three ways to get your customers to convert once they're on your e-commerce shop site. Let's talk about number one, offering trial products and encouraging sampling. This has been done extremely well by one of my current favourite food crushes, Midday Squares. If you don't know them, they're a Quebec-based functional chocolate company that began in 2018 and have just closed their Series C $10 million capital raise. Pretty bloody amazing for a new product in what already was an $8 billion snacking category. I'm completely enamoured by these superstars, and they are superstars. They've modelled their business off rock stars rather than food founders. Initially, midday squares could not get a look in with retailers. Hilarious to think about that now. They're in hot demand. So they went down the DTC route and still offer an an online shopping experience today. You'll see on their website they offer a starter pack where customers can purchase with $10 off for their first order, a 12-pack mixed box. Why is that so great? Because you know when you buy anything online, you don't want to go all in until you've tried. It's why sampling in store works. And it's the same reason, if not more of a reason, why sampling online works. A sample of or a starter pack makes purchasing decisions easier and lowers a buyer's resistance. So go check out middaysquares.com. Second way to get your customers to convert once they're on your platform is with LTOs. Again, something we do in the bricks and mortar store, which most retailers love, especially in the grocery channel, but not something that foodpreneurs do online too often. 
What I advise my Foodpreneurs Formula members to do is set a 12-month LTO schedule on a rolling basis to plan for success. This includes having the inventory on hand and, more importantly, promotional material ready to announce and draw attention to their offer. Fern and Rosie, a more fruit, less sugar jam company from the UK, give visitors to their site a discount code to use for a limited time when they sign up to their newsletter. The registrant receives a code via email and enters it at checkout to get 10% off their next order. I did this and the code was valid for two weeks. And I really loved the productization of the code. They called it a jammy little offer just for you. Cute. They use Omnisend, by the way, for their email marketing. On that note, Trade Street Jam are brilliant productizers of their digital communications too. If you've opted in to receive their surprise box, they use email marketing to close more deals. And Ashley has said email marketing is such a big piece of their growth because of the flexibility it gives to retarget and retain customers. Trade Street Jam uses Clavio for their customer data and email automation. Ashley also said when they have done giveaways on Instagram, initially it was all about getting followers. But as they've grown, she's like, who cares about followers? Click the link in our bio to sign up for our newsletter. Today, they do those types of giveaways and they get thousands of emails that they use to retarget in future marketing promotions. And I really love their abandoned cart email subject lines and key message. I received three when I was looking at buying their jam. First one, hey, Chelsea, and then the subject, we noticed you left something delicious behind. And then the copy, we get it, you're busy, but we don't want you to miss out on the best jam on the planet, so we saved your cart. And then the second one, one day after, the subject, you're so close. And the copy, your breakfast called, it's missing something. Pick up where you left off and grab the jam your breakfast needs. And then one day after that, the subject, still thinking about it. And then the copy, still on the fence about Trade Street Jam. And they inserted a heap of testimonials. I was very entertained and engaged. If it wasn't for the $90 to ship to Australia, I would have purchased some. Next time I'm in the US, they're on my list of faves to grab. Okay, so third way to get your customers to convert once they're on your platform is with social proof. Like I just mentioned with the testimonials Trade Street Jam insert into their abandoned cart emails, there's other ways. And one that works very well in real time is the pop-up proof of purchase you see on web website pages. These work because we don't want to be the first to jump. Often we don't want to be the second either. There's a case study I use in my Foodpreneurs Formula coaching of someone dancing by themselves. No one joins them until eventually one other brave person does and then an avalanche of new dancers begin to join in. My point being, people don't follow the leader, they follow the, lead, they follow the followers. Same with social proof. We want to know someone else has assessed the risk. I found this when I was selling complex food delivery systems to hospitals. To get that first hospital to take the risk was really hard. 
lots of trials and negotiations. But once I had one, the rest started to fall. Getting that first big yes is where most of the work needs to be done. After that, you have the beginnings of social proof. Savvy foodpreneur Sarah, founder of Alg Seaweed, and Myrna, founder of Crumpets by Myrna, both use that pop-up social proof on their website. Go and check them out. Notice the influence that type of pop-up has on you next time you're making an online purchase. Okay, now finally to the tech. What do you need for a subscription service to work on your website? This is not my area of expertise, but I do have a subscription service myself. I have studied subscription services. I've done a fair amount of research for this episode and I take notice of them. So in a nutshell, this is the wireframe I think you need. I think you'll find it super helpful. Start with a landing page or shop page. Many foodpreneurs use Shopify. I use WooCommerce plugin for WordPress. You could also link your shop page to the Trade Square site if you're in Australia. That's a B2B platform I have an affiliation with. If you want the FIF extras that come with that affiliation, DM or email me and I'll make the introductions. Secondly, you then need a subscription billing solution to store your customer's credit card details securely, such as charge B or recharge. These may offer coupons, discounts, and add-ons. Thirdly, you then need a payment processing or gateway solution, solution like Stripe or PayPal. And sometimes there's a direct debit option with your processor too. Fourthly, you next need to have your logistics and shipping in order for recurring fulfillment. And then finally, and most importantly, let your customers know by connecting with marketing technologies such as email automation platforms such as Clavio, MailChimp or OmniSend. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you found today's insights valuable and learned something that you will implement in your food and drink business right away. I'd like to ask you now to help me help more female foodpreneurs put more money in their pocket by giving me an honest rating. Five stars would be lovely, but that's up to you. Write a review and subscribe to this podcast on your platform of choice. The more you tell me what you like and the more momentum builds for Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford, the easier it will be for me to help women with packaged food and drink brands have more choice on how they can invest in their business, freedom to spend more time with their loved ones, and joy as they help even more people on their food journey. So thank you for taking a moment to do that and see you next week for another episode of Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford. Mm-hmm.